Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Readings edition for our Youth Ministry Podcast. We're going over the readings for the upcoming Sunday, September 15th, the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We're going to be reading from uh, the first reading, Exodus, and we'll be doing the Gospel passage today as well. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Go down at once to your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, for they have become depraved. They have soon turned aside from the way I pointed out to them, making for themselves a molten calf and worshiping it, sacrificing to it, and crying out, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. I see how stiff-necked these people is, continued the Lord to Moses. Let me alone then, that my wrath may blaze up against them to consume them. Then I will make of you a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord his God, saying, Why, O Lord, should your wrath blaze up against your own people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, with such great power and with so strong a hand? Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and how you swore to them by your own self, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And all this land that I promised, I will give your descendants as their perpetual heritage. So the Lord relented in this punishment. He had threatened to inflict on his people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after the lost one until he finds it? And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy, and upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need of repentance. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, guys. So, in this first reading from Exodus, Moses is up on the mountain, and he's collecting the the Ten Commandments. He's got the tablets, and he's coming back down. And God's pretty much saying, hey, Moses, you better get your butt back down, because uh, these people... <laughs> These Israelites, they're doing some really weird stuff. They've, they've uh, erected a molten calf, and they've started worshiping it and sacrificing to it. And, uh, and the Lord wants Moses to put a stop to that. And, and you know what? Like, this passage is often used to uh, you know, argue against like, the various idols in our lives, whether that be the phone, TV. Uh, right now, for me, it's YouTube. Uh, Netflix just came out with season nine of the walking dead. And I think I finished that in less than two days, uh, because I am very intemperate. (laughs) And so I am really struggling with, uh, the, uh, the, I think it's the excess of that virtue of temperance. So, um, the Lord is pretty much saying, uh, I, I think like in this passage, the the Lord is kind of implying that people want to be led. And whenever they don't have a leader, uh, they are kind of drawn to being led by something. So, I mean, if it's kind of just like attachment. Once you attach to one thing, it's, it's hard to uh, be fully invested in, in the other. And then when that, that initial attachment is gone, then you're automatically going to look for something else to attach to. And so it's kind of this connection theme. And we went over that a lot. Uh, last year and what is really funny funny to me in this first reading 
is uh, the open quote uh, that our Lord says. And it's just like, dang, God, do you have like a grammar problem? And he says, I see how stiff-necked this people is. <laughs> Continued the Lord to Moses. <laughs> but then Moses, what, what's really interesting about this passage is it, it looks like, or it appears, you know, to us as the reader, that Moses is like calming, uh, calming God down. And he's saying, uh, he, it says, Moses implored, why, Lord, should your wrath blaze up against your own people? And he's like, remember, these are the people that you brought out of the land of Egypt. And he's like, he's like, God, don't you remember you were asking me to bring them out? Why do we want to, well, why do we, we want to get mad at them? Why do we want your wrath to blaze up and consume them? <laughs> so anyway, Moses says, remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. And if you guys are paying attention at mass, that's a part of the Eucharistic prayer. That's when Father Philip transubstances, wow, that word is so hard. That's when Father Philip transubstantiates the bread and wine into Jesus' body and blood. And so that those those words in that Eucharistic prayer, you might uh, remember Father Philip saying, uh, like, remember, Lord, your servants. And then he might mention, or actually he might pause to remember the dead, and then he might mention a few people, and then he'll say, and all gathered here. And that's taken straight from this passage. And Moses is saying, Lord, remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and how you swore to them. Uh, and then this is an open quote. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and all this land that I promised. I will give your descendants as their perpetual heritage. And this is Moses, like in a sense, reminding God, you know, as if God needs a reminder. He doesn't. <laughs> but Moses is, in a sense, reminding God of the promise in that covenant that he had established, that God had established with Abraham. And if you guys remember, Abraham was taking Isaac up that mountain to go, uh, you know, kill his own son, and then God stops him, uh, and then God promises him uh, descendants as numerous as the stars. So it's a really interesting passage in Exodus. I hope you guys enjoy it uh, this upcoming Sunday. Going straight to uh, the Gospel of of Luke, and this is an amazing passage. This is uh, like Jesus telling a parable about what man among you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them would not leave the 99 in the desert. And what convicts me here in this passage is that uh, Jesus says that when when that man finds the lost sheep, uh, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy. And again, this it's this whole like leadership aspect too. You know, when Moses was gone up that mountain, like his followers, the Israelites, they they wanted to be led, and so they looked for something else to lead them, and then it led them into sin. And you know, when the sheep wandered off on its own, sure that that was its fault, but it was the duty of the shepherd of that man to go out and find find it. And and when he did, he was he was overjoyed by it. I mean, think about the time maybe you were like at the mall, like with your family or something like that, or maybe just out and about running errands. Then you wandered off on your own, and then when your parents found you, like they were just mad at first, you know, or or maybe you just have like amazing parents because I I I can remember times where you know where probably it happened both times, like with my parents, like them finding me and just being overjoyed. It was just that sigh of relief of like, oh my gosh, thank God I found them, <laughs> you know? And then maybe they got mad or maybe they got mad at me first. And then it was just, you know, it was just like a reverse, this weird like dichotomy kind of thing. But scripture says like he would set uh, the sheep on his shoulders with great joy. Uh, and upon his arri arrival at home, he, he would call together his friends and neighbors and say to them, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. And guys, like this, this passage speaks largely uh, the importance of community. 
to me because when something good happens to you, I mean, it makes it so much sweeter when you, when you can share that with someone. Like uh, imagine, you know, just like uh, you're done drinking like your plastic bottle of water and then like you finish it and then you kind of crumble it up. You let the air out of it and you put the lid back on and then you see a trash can and you go to throw it, you know, to see if you can make it. And when you do it and maybe you were like 30 feet away and then let's say you made it, you weren't expecting to make it, but you made it and you're like, oh my gosh, did anybody see that? And then you're like, you're rejoicing. But then you're like looking around to see if anybody else like is rejoicing with you and then nobody's there. You're like, oh, well, I guess I can't, I can't share that with anybody. But let's say like somebody was there, but they just weren't paying attention. You're, and then you're just left saying like, dude, did you see that? And they're like, no, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I did not see that. And so it, 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 it doesn't uh, take anything away from the fact that you made the shot, but like it, it's often sweeter when somebody else is there to rejoice with you. And so what else comes from this passage for me is that when good things happen, tell somebody and allow them to share and rejoice with you in that to even glorify God in that. Cause that's what's happening. When you share good things with other people, you end up glorifying God. And so, uh, he says, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you just in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over the one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. So guys, the, the challenge uh, for the rest of this week, I mean, this is a Friday morning right now. So hopefully you're listening to this as you're getting ready for school or maybe you're on your way to school uh, today. How can you connect with somebody else and how can you rejoice with somebody else? Uh, and that last line that I just read, um, I tell you in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over the one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. I challenge you today to look for somebody at school that you could reach out to, that you could share some joy with. And perhaps, perhaps that person needs to, uh, repent. Maybe they have some repentance, uh, to do in their lives. And, and I'm not asking you to straight up ask like, yo, dude, you need to repent <laughs> or just ask them what that is. Uh, I think, I think, um, an encounter with God, um, happens in steps. And I think you are a part of that step. And just like those Israelites needed somebody to lead them. I think somebody at school needs to be led by you, but you need to let our Lord work through you in order for you to do that. So there's the challenge, uh, a couple of songs to help you guys pray with, uh, either this morning or throughout the day is, uh, your grace is enough. And I'm recommending that song uh, by Matt Marr because of that line, remember your servants in Exodus. Uh, Matt Marr sings, uh, remember your people, essentially the same thing. Another song uh, for the gospel that I think you should pray with today is uh, Reckless Love. You know, leave the 99. Uh, Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. I think, believe that's his last name. Uh, you can find that somewhere on YouTube or Spotify. Anyway, guys, I hope today is a great day. I'm praying for you guys. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.